Welcome to another episode of I Quit My Job. In this episode, we have no other than Ian Peters. So, E, yes, sir. respect for showing up, Thanks bro. For me. No, I really, really appreciate you coming on this uh, podcast to share that inspiration. Um, my name is Ian Peters. I'm a luxury real estate agent in New York City. Um, yeah, I've been doing it for a couple of years now, eight plus years. Love it. I live in New York full time. Split a bit of time on the West Coast, but uh, New York's home, next to Toronto, and uh, real estate's life. That's what it is. Why don't you just jump into it, man? Explain how you got into this whole real estate. Um, I think the most relevant job I'd say that leads to this story of where I'm at now would be working 11 days for Scotia Bank downtown Toronto, which was like my first. 11 days. I, worked, I got fired. <laughs> I got released 11 days in because I got the job through an agency, a hiring agency or a staffing agency. So every end of the week, you got to like log your hours and fax it in, scan, well, literally manually writing down my hours, scan it, fax it in. So I think probably after the first week, I uh, found some sort of way to, you know, if I worked 28 hours, write like I wrote, I wrote 38 hours, for example. <laughs> and one Friday, I left that scan on the scanner and left for the weekend Came back on that Monday, and they're just like, they, they just, I just remember my manager like just putting down the sheet in front of me, and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to fax that out of the scanning machine, mm-hmm. um, and that was it. Yeah, I just remember that being a turning point. That mixed with, um, you know, I've lost, I've lost a few good friends in my life, a lot, including my father too. At 15, I lost my dad, and I know somehow the spirit of like, listen, life is short, do what you love really got in me and I carry that around and I think once I got let go from Scotia, Scotia Bank, everything just kicked in like do what you love to do, do what you want to do. Life is short. And also part of the, the, the good friends I just mentioned that I lost, my my best friend Billy Hall growing up. And I watched Bill train hard. He was a hockey player. I watched him train his entire life up early before school, practices, hockey, 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 hockey. He gets drafted, Ottawa Senators, and that summer before uh, going to Ottawa Senators camp, he passed away. So he never really saw a minute of pro ice to have his life cut short just shy of this thing I watched him train for and talk about and live and breathe and eat and train really showed me how um, precious life is and how short things can get taken away and how to be just grateful for what you have and do what you love, be happy. And, And I... That's the journey that that's what's brought me to where I'm at today. So that moment when you let go, what was that like? Was that like, you know, there's no more money coming in? Like, what was all that feel about? Like, how did you feel that first <laughs> day, like realizing, shit, I lost my job? Like, Funny you mentioned the money part, because I never really thought much about the money. It was really about a selfishness of happiness. I want to be happy. And it was, and I think back, somehow bills got paid, rent got covered, things it worked out. In that journey, because you're entering the journey of the unknown, Mm -hmm. like, and you're like, hey, man, okay, you were selfish working, but you realize how blessed you are, which I realize from doing this podcast a lot, it it really comes down to support system. For sure. It comes down to a support system. Do you have good support system when you're making such dramatic changes in your life? Um, Yes and no. I did a lot by myself. I also want to double back a little bit, but Mm -hmm. you asking about the video stuff and how Mm -hmm. that plays a part in all of this. Everything for me started while I left, well, back to Bill. My friend passed away. He was playing hockey. While he was training hard to play hockey, 
I wanted to train hard at something, and I found my, my thing to be baseball. Got myself a school in the States, in Jersey, New Jersey. While I'm down there in New Jersey, close to New York City, I get scouted for modeling. Um, so I'm literally calling my mom my third year of university, like, Mom, I think I'm going to come home and start modeling now. And my mom, you know what, speaking about support system, the first thing my mom says is, hey, not only you do what makes you happy, but just be the best at it. I don't care if you're quitting to be a garbage man. I don't care if you're quitting, to whatever, to fix watches. Just be the best at it and apply yourself. So you're in New York. You have this modeling. How did all that video kind of ah. keep it going to get to where you're at now, brother? Like I can tell you, yeah. The modeling was great. Made some good money in it. Made made met some phenomenal people. I remember seeing the billboards, man. Did billboards come home from New York, come to my city, I'm, I'm on billboards everywhere. So, and somewhere in the mix with modeling, you get asked to do commercials. So I'm starting to get casted for commercials, go to for auditions, so now I'm in the video space. I'm on video sets, and I just remember thinking like, all this good money I'm making in front of the camera, you know, it was good money. I'm like, what is that guy behind the camera making? What's that, that person back there who's sitting in the chair who's, just, I just watch pull into their brand new Audi and have a coffee in their hand. What are they <laughs> making? Because I know what I'm making and it's good. So they must be making like 10 times. So that really, for me, started what I call my journey through the lens. And I, I learned to be a producer. I learned to be a shooter, first off. And that came by way of a friend of mine who, uh, for lack of better words, left the camera at my house that I picked up. And I would just, and just running around Toronto shooting hip-hop shows and Backyard birthday parties, and before I know, I'm being asked to shoot bar mitzvahs and quarterly speeches for corporations. And I learned somewhere in there early on, like you need to formalize this, structure this, and I started a company. Were you ever at any point nervous moving forward, or are you just always confident? Confidently exploring, as I would say, I was always exploring. So there wasn't really, I would say, there was a distinct moment of like, I quit my job and I'm sitting there on the couch with nothing, no money and nothing in the fridge. What am I going to do? And that commercial comes on. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> what are you doing with your life? <laughs> no, it, it was, um, there was moments of that, don't get me wrong. There was moments, but it was really always just like, what makes me, I always want to stay happy. I just mm -hmm. wanted to be happy. Even if there was no money in the wallet and no food in the fridge, like I just got to be happy. Mm -hmm. Now you're somehow going into real estate like explain that transition brother like from video to real estate like um with the video i had some clients that really leaned towards sports and entertainment so toronto blue jays raptors uh, like i said musicians local rappers doing stuff for them epks me being who i am a people person i started collecting all these names and emails and numbers and started building a network and somewhere in that network, actually even before all that stuff, was my modeling network, was a gentleman that I met in New York City while I was modeling. And we just stayed in touch. You know, all these years of like leaving um, in and out of New York, Toronto, traveling, modeling, I managed to stay in touch with him, never knew what he did, just stayed in touch with him. Mm -hmm. uh, fast forward to almost, I don't know, 18, 20 years after meeting him, I moved to New York. And, um, yeah, I hit him up. I said, hey, I'm looking to bring my video company to New York because it wasn't really taking off. Can you make some introductions for me and help me out? And he's, he turns to me. He's like, hey, you, know, you should probably hop into real estate. You've done a really good job of staying in touch with me all these years. Um, you've done some great things to this day. I could tell you're a people person. You should try your hand at real estate. Something about the way he said what he said, and I just took him up on it, and I asked, what do I do? He's like, well, go to this real estate school. 
you're done, come out of there, visit this office, tell them I sent you. Um, yeah, I went to the real estate school, called him back like six weeks later. Hey, I got my license. He's like, oh, wow, you're serious? Go to this office, speak to this lady. I'm thinking I'm, I'm going in there for an audition, like for an interview for real estate. And I remember it like yesterday because I walk in and my name's on the screensaver and there's like a form on the desk to like fill out for your business cards and your phone number, put all the information down for us to make your business cards. So I'm asking the lady who I'm speaking to like, you know, I walked in brand new suit, had new shiny <laughs> shoes, new haircut. I'm all like think, nervous thinking I'm coming in there for an interview. She's like, oh, you're, here's your desk. You'll be sitting here. And uh, I was like, oh, wow, cool. Like, uh, how did you do this? Like, how did this happen? Uh, you know, she's like, yeah, so-and-so told me you were coming here. And I'm thinking, okay, like, does he work here or something? Is he, you know, how did he? She's like, work here? He's the owner. Oh, nice. <laughs> he owns this. I was like, my first year of doing real estate in New York, nothing happened, no rentals, no sales, no bites, no nothing. And I realized I'd shut off my Toronto people. I shut off my networks thinking, like, I'm in this transition. Who cares? Nobody's going to care about it. It's so jarringly different from the video stuff I do. I got to start a whole new network. One day on Facebook, I posted a picture of me holding my certificate, my real estate certificate license. Man, my inbox lit up like that moment. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, Ian, my dad's moving to New York to work for KPMG. Can you help him? Hey, Ian, my mom. Hey, Ian, my brother's moving to KPMG. I'm moving to New York to work for Ernst Young. Can you help him? And I found this like, pipeline of like Toronto people that go back and forth to New York and they need places. I was like, why did I mention this to these people a year ago? Right, right, right. And from that point on, I just started helping people move to New York that were from Toronto. It wasn't until a lady in my office at the time pulled me outside and said, hey, what you're doing now, this time you're spending and money you're spending of your own, that's called relocation, relocation support. People get paid for that. I was like, what? Once I learned that slow, it was off to the races. I so in that like story career, brother, you know, from model, video, working at the bank for 11 <laughs> days, was it easy when you were switching all those careers? My journey has been um, me looking at myself, almost outer body, looking at myself and being like, like how would this person, want, how would I want to be treated if I was this person actually? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, or spoken to or dealt with or what I want from these people. And I don't know, man. I just really applied a lot of real world experiences. Mm -hmm. Nothing read in books, nothing mm -hmm. like someone told me about. It was just like a gut feeling of like mm -hmm. always, I'm gonna make it. There's even days, yeah, when there was no money or no food, I'm I'm gonna be this one day. So you always have that positive mindset. So you were just confident enough to know that the road I traveled is gonna be less traveled, but I'm gonna be confident in how course, I'm doing sure. it cool moment I do want to share with you funny enough is speaking of music uh, uh, sorry video and the, the, the transition from modeling to video even while I was modeling I was making friends and networking and, and meeting cast and directors to the point where when I got to start doing video and opened my studio downtown Toronto Department of Media I would have castings I would hold castings for video projects that I was shooting or hired to do and models would come in actors would come in and see me in there and they would think I'm one of the models and actors too, mm -hmm. auditioning for this thing. I'm like, no, this is like, this is this my, is my shit. shit. This is my <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I mean, just chill about it. But like, that was like a moment for me. Like, holy shit! Like that. This is my stuff. I'm not. Mm. I'm not doing that. Anymore. I'm, I'm still doing that. Maybe I was at the time or not. But like, this is my shoot. So that was kind of a cool thing. One. Two. It got to a point where my company got going. Where I was I had interns 
that were the sons and daughters of friends of mine I grew up with. I had friends of mine ask me, can my son come work with you? And oh, wow. my daughter, I'm like, wow. So I'm looking up in the office one day, I'm like seeing two or three kids that were like sons and daughters of friends of mine. The third thing was having not been schooled or trained or taught for video production, self-taught, if you will, instead I was, I had schools and colleges sending me their students. So now I'm getting grants to like teach kids for something that I, I didn't go to school on. Uh, what's next for you, brother? Like, uh, wh what do you have your eyes on? And um, yeah, well, what's next? And how can people get a hold of you if they want to relocate? What's next? Uh, great question. As I get more used to the, or as I've gotten more used to the business, acclimated to like these numbers and properties and people and level of businesses, you start to want, I start to want more and like, you know, it becomes more tangible and real. It's no longer this big mountain anymore. It's very like, doables right there under your nose go grab it so what's next is just like bigger and better and and more fitting to what i'm doing another great thing of the real estate uh the relocation support thing was i was able to put my network to work so mm -hmm. even if i knew someone who did like babysitting and i've got some executive coming in from london who works for the stock exchange and he needs a babysitter i'm able to call this girl i met like two months ago hey tell me a bit more about your nanny agency you have right. okay cool you think you could handle this yeah and i would marry that Take my piece, keep it moving. So now my network becomes my network. Really. Take your piece and keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great that you kind of followed that and kept it in your career. So I'm able to lean into it now with so much more conviction and confidence. Like, I got somebody who wants to, they need to edit done and they need to edit like this. Like, I remember when you used to edit my reels for me. If I knew somebody who, who needed, a, needed a reel done, like a personal VJ reel. Oh, yeah, that's right. You. That's right. That's right. I used and to edit those all those, uh, those reels. And I'll stuff. never forget that, man. That, yo, that was like, even things like that, man. Come and check you, whatever. One in the morning, we're up finishing his right edit. On, like, those some crazy nights, man. Just the perseverance of all of that. I'm mm -hmm. glad I went through all that. Because mm -hmm. it's just, if I didn't, I don't think I'd be where I'm at today. So as you know, this is I Quit My Job podcast. Do you have anything else you'd like to say in terms of, you know, changing careers? Anything that you'd like to end off with? You know what? I'd say follow through. Follow through has been a big part of my success has been the follow throughs. It's that call back a week later or after the job's done. Hey, you know, is, is this job done? Are we done on this? Can we move on? And how did it go? Or do you, do you need anything else? So there you have it. This is I Quit My Job podcast. I'm slowly plus one. And once again, E, I want to like... Thank you so much for no, showing up, bro. Thank you. I appreciate the gems that you dropped. And uh, we couldn't do it without you. We love you. Check our next episode. Peace. IanPetersAgency.com.